This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. A cluster of COVID-19 infections at Taiwan Taoyuan International Airport is now known to have spread to the community. The government has confirmed four new local cases. Among them are members of a local karaoke club with no history of travel to the airport. Our reporter Sandy Chi has the details. Working through the night, officials from Taiwan Central Epidemic Command Center inspected Taoyuan International Airport on Thursday, trying to put a stop to the country's latest COVID-19 cluster. But an hour before the clock hit midnight, the news nobody wanted to hear. Four new local cases linked to the airport, including a family member, a security guard, and two members of a local karaoke club with no apparent connection to the airport. The virus was likely to have been transmitted within the singing group by a cleaner who was later confirmed as part of the airport cluster. With infections now spreading to the community, Taran Mayor Zhou Wen-san outlined the measures to bring this situation under control. Mass testing is ongoing of 391 airport security staff and around 800 members of the karaoke club plus their immediate families. And seven new testing sites have been set up throughout Taran at locations visited by confirmed cases. In Taipei, a fourth cluster infection was reported at a quarantine hotel. The two cases had been staying in neighboring rooms and have been confirmed to be infected with the highly contagious Omicron variant. With multiple Omicron cases reported in Taiwan over the past week, concerns have been raised about a potential rise in local infections as overseas Taiwanese return home for the Lunar New Year holiday. But the government is confident that the nation's health system can handle it, and they are getting prepared. And on Friday, the CECC said that it will lower waiting time for a booster shot from five months to three months. To date, more than 80% of Taiwan's population have received one shot of a COVID-19 vaccine and around 70% are fully vaccinated. Less than 1% have received a booster shot. Damon Lin and Sandy Chi for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan's army is wrapping up a three-day exercise with a focus on urban warfare. As the country ramps up its combat readiness, Taiwan's military is looking towards science and technology to help prepare its armed forces. By combining traditional physical training and modern combat drills, the army is looking to create a new breed of athlete soldiers. Jaime Ocon reports. In seconds, this building is overrun by Taiwanese armed forces. Troops here are engaging in an urban warfare exercise. Mock-up streets like this are designed to give them a sense of what it would be like to fight in a city. The military is using cutting-edge technology and urban combat situations to prepare the next generation of soldiers. This exercise uses sensors and lasers to simulate a real invasion scenario. Soldiers wear body armor covered in sensors, and the weapons they are using are fitted with a special laser. When a soldier is tagged by the laser, they must fall to the ground and are out of the exercise. Taiwan is looking for innovative ways to prepare its soldiers as China continues its pressure campaign against the country. This week, the military opened a new sports science promotion center. Its task is to improve the physical fitness and endurance of its personnel. The army says it wants to use science and technology to create athlete soldiers 
and demonstrate their ability to defend the homeland. Chris Ma and Jaime Ocon for Taiwan Plus. Independent lawmaker Freddie Lim is rallying support ahead of a vote that will decide his political fate. He was joined by fellow politicians and family members on Friday as he urged his constituents on the streets of Taipei to keep him in office. The heavy metal band Frontman faces a recall vote on Sunday in Wanhua and Zhongzheng districts in the capital Taipei's fifth constituency. It was instigated by opponents of the ruling DPP-aligned legislator who criticized his response to last summer's COVID-19 outbreak. They collected signatures from 10% of the district's electorate to prompt the recall. President Tsai Ing-wen on Thursday appeared with Lim at a temple in his constituency, saying he had served the district citizens and the national government well. Taiwan is looking to impose tougher penalties for drunk driving after a spate of alcohol-fueled traffic incidents. The Justice Ministry has said it will review punishments after the Transport Ministry pushed for greater penalties for offenders. It follows a drunk driver colliding with a family of four in the southern city of Kaohsiung late last month, killing one and injuring three. The Transport Ministry has proposed fitting alcohol locks to the cars of people with DUI convictions who wish to regain their license. At present, Drunk drivers can be sentenced to up to two years in jail or up to 10 years in incidents causing death. Seasonal northeasterly winds and high humidity have brought the first snow of 2022 to mountains in central Taiwan. Peaks at altitudes of over 3,000 meters, including Taiwan's highest mountain, Yushan or Jade Mountain, and Hehuanshan, were among those to record snowfall. Xueshan in Miaoli County's Xueba National Park saw the highest amount, with up to 5 centimeters of snow falling on Friday morning. There's a special goose with extraordinary skills in western Taiwan. Taiwan Plus reporter Alice Cheng tells us more about this unique resident of Xiluo Township. Calling a warning and packing a stranger's shoes. This goose named Abui, meaning chubby, lives in Yunling's Guangxing village. It knows how to weed the garden and cares for the family it lives with. Liao originally planned to release Abui back into the wild, but plans changed. And now, even the neighbors are used to having the special animal around. Not only is Abui a part of the community, but also educational for local children. Abui is now a local celebrity, and people drop by to visit in their free time. Without planning it, Liao's choppy feather friend has brought the community closer together. Kama Xu and Alice Chen for Taiwan Plus. We will now take you to Taidong, a city in southeastern part of Taiwan, to see how the new generation of the indigenous people trying to make a balance between the modern life and their traditional way of living. Wei Zhonglu has more. For 47-year-old Mitsu, teaching people how to turn a fallen leaf into a useful everyday item is a mission. It's a method he learned from his people, the Amis. 
The Amis are one of Taiwan's 16 indigenous peoples. Altogether, they number just over half a million, making up less than three percent of the island's population. Some eighty thousand of them live in Taichung, which has the biggest proportion of indigenous people of any Taiwanese city. Mitsu left his community to find work, but after years in a big city, he returned to Taichung, homesick. It made him realize how important his roots were. Not longer after returning home. Mitsu and some of his Amis friends set up a business to introduce others to their culture through leisure activities and food. <laughs> Elements of Amis culture are everywhere in Wuhai's restaurant. She's from another Amis village along Taiwan's southeast coast, but she didn't open this restaurant just to serve traditional food. One of the people she works with is Awus. He's the first in the village to breed white jade snails, a source of protein in Amis cuisine. They give visitors a guided tour of the snail farm, and a lesson on how bringing food to the table can bring the family together. Many indigenous people had to move to the cities to find work, but now they are looking to earn a living closer to home. A、uh, form. That is more suitable to our modernized world now. That doesn't mean we're changing it or create a new culture. No, it's to find a way to, in a way, to survive, but also to find a way to balance our traditional life and our and our modern life. Modern life has made it difficult for Taiwan's indigenous people to identify their own culture from the mainstream. But now, young people are seeking to express their identity and preserve their culture by establishing a new lifestyle based on traditional spirit. Wei Zhonglu for Taiwan Plus. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Betty Chen. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.